Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Cannabis Connoisseur Podcast. My name is Jack Stone, and I'm sitting here with my co-host, Mr. Ryan Chavez. How you doing? Today, Hello, sir? everybody. Welcome back. Welcome. Cannabis Connoisseur Podcast. Jack leading us off today. Yeah. How's everyone doing? Lovely oh, Sunday. It is. Yeah, the weather's getting a lot nicer, actually, in the Northeast here. Oh, yeah. So that's good. And thank you, everyone, for joining us on another uh, informative and fun episode of the Cannabis Connoisseur Podcast. Yeah. Yours truly, as Jack mentioned already, Ryan Chavez. And and today we are going to be talking about another topic that... We're into the heavy stuff recently, I think, but I think it's important to get into the heavy stuff. The last time we did anxieties, mm-hmm. and today we're going to be going over addiction. Yes, just in general, and 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 just you know, and and how cannabis can play a part with addictions. Totally. So so that's like I said, a little bit heavier of a topic again, um, but very important because you know, as we know, we are going through quite a bit um, nationally with this type of stuff. And uh, we, we need all the help we can get in regards to, to fighting all kinds of addictions, not just probably the, the few that we're thinking of, right? Mm-hmm. The opioids, alcohol, all that stuff. But we're definitely going to go over that stuff today. Oh, so, yeah. so that's what the show's about. Um, I've had my addictions in the past, little, small, large. I mean, it, you know, everyone has, I think. Jack, mm-hmm. and I'm assuming oh. you probably have two. I got, I got all of them. Yeah. <laughs> Facebook. I mean, there was a point I think I haven't gotten off Facebook. Facebook, yeah. In like man. a week. I remember when it first came out, yeah. like 10, 12 years ago, I was one of the first guys on it, and and I could not get off that thing. Yeah. <laughs> so Dude, was, I was noticing. It was, amazing, it was a very interesting feeling. Yeah, I noticed it all the time. Like Instagram, I'll see people just like yep. stop in the road and let me yeah. fix my hair. Let me set my props up for this photo. Walking down the subway stairs and people just stop <laughs> in the middle of rush hour to answer a text message while there's, you know, 30 people behind them causing, uh, you know, a, a, you know, a domino effect down the stairs almost, you know. So it's, it's just the, the way addictions can just completely, you know take you off the rails and mm-hmm. and just pull you in a direction where you don't want to be going right mm-hmm. and and that's just a very small example you know just stopping to answer a text message and influencing everyone else's day behind you mm-hmm. right that's not like it's a huge like you know global issue but it just you know it it, it stems into larger problems right yeah um, it's a global issue yeah <laughs> yeah i mean it, it, absolutely i mean we'll probably see more of that that research coming out soon too so yeah um so addiction and and you know just to start there's a lot of things that cover that but what is addiction so i just like to start with that right so what are we talking about today um so addiction just from dictionary.com the authoritative research for us millennials who like Mm. to to internet google everything right yeah especially when (laughs) we're feeling not so healthy and want to go to the doctor that's right (laughs) we don't want to go to the doctor right (laughs) go to webmd yeah um yeah so addiction the factor condition of being addicted to a particular substance thing or activity Mm. that's simple right um so let's think of some substances we can be addicted to so obviously the ones that stand out nicotine yep um, opioids, mm-hmm. alcohol, cocaine, food. Yep. Right. So maybe Heroin. we can collect things. Right. Yep. Some things. You can Gambling. That. Gam- yeah. I mean, and so that so what I fought. You know, then we have activity. Right. Yeah. So we have substances. We have oh, activity. So I would say I gambling. Right. Well, you know, I, it's interesting because I don't. I didn't initially think of it as like separating the two, but um, you know, one, you know, money. 
I guess is 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 the substance or the thing I guess and oh, yeah. and the activity is gambling right so like actually like just putting your money down one you know dollar after dollar no matter what happens yeah. not thinking about the consequences hoping for something else because you got it once you know f- 2 hours prior yeah. <laughs> you get that taste of that that dopamine surge yeah. right I get so it. i get it at the blackjack table <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> a lot of people. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't have a game. I've never been into gambling, but I go to the tables. You know, when I go to the casinos, just because you know it's one of those places is just is always open and yeah. always exciting. And you see people at the tables, and their faces. You know, look at their faces. No one ever looks like they're having fun. So yeah. I don't know why you do it. So but serious. I mean, I, I guess like if you win a ton of money, they have a goal in mind. Those yeah. slot machines. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's where I always end up as the slot machines, and yeah. so you know, it's always fun for me when I hear that, like. You know, the ringer go off, oh, yeah. the winning sound, and then I, you know, sit there and collect money for about 15 minutes, which is only like 375 and change. <laughs> <laughs> it's like at the end of the day. But, um, but yeah, so, so activities, gambling, right? Like the act yeah. of gambling. And, and then, you know, the substance may be alcohol, but the activity may be drinking. So, you know, we may not drink every day as an alcoholic day and night, but mm-hmm. maybe on the weekends, the activity of going out with your friends and, and drinking and not being able to stop that activity once you right. start, right? So, um, you know, drinking, smoking is another one, whether it's ongoing day over day or chain, chain smoking when you're socially out. Um, hoarding, binge eating, social media, risk taking, those are all activities, right? Um, and then the things, again, like things that you can be addicted to, money, collections, you can be addicted to people, you can be addicted to the internet, right? So there's just, oh, yeah. there, there's so many, so many different things. And then just to, just to address the elephant in the room, you know, people are going to be listening to this and they'll say, oh, well, well you can be addicted to cannabis, Mm-hmm. And you can be addicted to cannabis, right? I mean, you can be addicted to anything, anything right. that, you know, th- that you just can't have a control over or, you know, you just let the impulse just kind of take over and, and run through that activity without thinking that that's, you know, it's kind of an addiction. So um, cannabis definitely can fall into that as well. And if we're not using it intentionally, and that's why we, we have, you know, a show like this when we come on and talk about this stuff. So, mm-hmm. um, so you end up not using it that way and you only use it for the positive reasons. Um, in general, I mean, you know, cannabis, um, you know, the addictions, I guess, is more mental than anything. I mean, it can be physically a little bit too, but those addictions are typically mild and we end up seeing those, you know, kind of subside after, you know, after, after a few days of just, you know, abstaining and not using, um, or just changing what you're using. Right. Mm So like, again, I, I find that, you know, if I'm just blazing just only high th street high thc strains really yeah. powerful strains you start to get that burnout feeling right so that's why like we've always mentioned in the past you want to you know oil things up and throw some cbd in the mix right oh, yeah. um true yeah so the elephant in the room is cannabis isn't that addictive i mean i mean it, yeah i mean if people use it every day but like mm-hmm. you drink water every day <laughs> you yeah. take your vitamins every day you know so it's part of your endocannabinoid system so you know you do sometimes a lot of people they have to supplement anytime any talk about here yeah anything uh too much of a good thing is no bueno no matter what it is yeah yeah exactly mm-hmm. yeah i mean you can die um what is it called um you can drink too much water and your cells can go into like a hypotonic state yeah, where where you're just um they're just they explode 
and so you can Jesus. actually die. Yeah, so you like, drink too much water, you explode. Yeah, and that's if you, and that's if you. I mean, you have to drink if you drink like distilled water, the way yeah. the water molecules are. But um, I mean, if you drink too much water, yeah, you can explode. Right. Yeah, oh, so I mean, a, a, you're absolutely right, and anything can be too much of 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 an issue. I mean, you wouldn't actually explode. Your cells would have issues, and then you would you know eventually crumble. <laughs> you wouldn't like pop, <laughs> right? No, I've heard of like dudes like what was I, there years ago. I heard about like a fraternity uh, making kid drink too much water, and he, yeah. and he like died. Yeah, yeah, like, that's right. That, that's yeah, actually, that's actually the example I was just thinking like of hazing, just now. Yeah. Hardcore hazing, mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah, so so I mean, you know, you can find the addiction in anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, they they do find that you know it's rare with cannabis, but. Um, it was back in the 1930s when, you know, once when uh, prohibition started taking effect and when there started to be that crackdown on hemp. Yeah. Uh, being Because hemp was becoming very valuable and was becoming a threat to the paper industry and all that good stuff. Um, bad stuff. But um, that's when there was a big crackdown on, on cannabis in general. Um, just kind of the public image of it. And just starting to be portrayed as being an addictive uh, drug, really, when yeah. it was more, it always has been a very helpful and supporting plant for the for the human body. So um, it was then when that started to really turn. Um, and, you know, now we have all the different types of addictions, like I mentioned. So um, what I want to do is just kind of go through a few of them, a few of the, the major ones, um, and then just talk about what they are and, and possibly, you know, how cannabis can help because that that is the that is the big question I, I think a lot of people get confused on this because uh you think of cannabis and you think of it as a drug because that's how we were raised to think of it but um it actually is going to be able to moderate a lot of the addictive um uh i guess actions that you're that people will be going through when they are addicted to these different substances right so um the first one i mean i think i, I think the big one is, is because people always compare it to this is alcohol Right. And so like, so like alcohol addiction, I think is way bigger in America than we're ever acknowledging. Yeah. Um, and, and it's all because it's a socially acceptable uh, form of action. Right. And, and so that's why we have bars, we have restaurants, we've, we've, we've been raised, you know, throughout the past I don't know, hundreds, thousands of years. Yeah. <laughs> just like, just like, uh, just like cannabis, uh, except cannabis, cannabis took a hit eventually, but, um, yeah, alcohol did too, but alcohol, you know, had its resurgence, but, but unfortunately alcohol doesn't have the beneficial qualities that we find that we can find in cannabis. It can, you know, in small amounts, <clears throat> but what we start to see with, uh, today's day and age when we're not really using alcohol the right way are a lot of the, um, withdrawal symptoms and a right. lot of the different ways it can affect you personally. Um, I mean, you've seen this, Jack. You know, you go out on a Friday night and and <laughs> you expect to have one drink and you end up having, you know, 15, 20 throughout the night. Yeah. You it know? happens to me a lot, man. I'll go out and just like, oh, 15 I'm or 20 is maybe. Oh, well, yeah, that's like dying. But. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was dying. 15, 20 wine coolers maybe. Yeah. But, you know, five to 15 drinks. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's having like. a good time. You're yeah. at a wedding or something. Yeah. You're like, whoa, I'm having two and now I'm at like, what, 10? Yeah. <laughs> and then afterwards, you never feel good. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, day. and we've talked about this with alcohol before, yeah. but, you know, and, and so what happens with alcohol is that we have the social drinking and we also have the um, the daily drinking. And so both can be issues. Both can disrupt your your, you know, your daily life. Um, but a lot of times when we go through withdrawal, when, when that is an issue, that's where we can find cannabis can help. And even just moderating the drinking and I'll get through that now. Um, when you go through withdrawal symptoms, it's called a symptoms are called um, you're going through a, a process called delirium tremens. Uh, which happened, Whoa. yeah, which Delirium which tremens. was actually one of my favorite beers in college. 
It was a Belgian beer. Yeah, it was like a really strong Belgian beer, and that's why they called it Delirium Tremens. It had like 15% alcohol. Yeah. Um, But uh, Delirium Tremens, um, you know, if you're going through withdrawal of alcohol, you go through seizures, disorientation, insomnia, um, hallucinations. Jeez, that was a tough one to come up. Um, You know, racing heart, fevers, severe anxieties, irregular heartbeats. I mean, you know, this is like a, (laughs) some of this is just your typical hangover, right? (laughs) And so, um, you know, so there's, uh, so alcohol withdrawal is a big problem. Um, and, and also the, just the use of it in social situations as a crutch, mm-hmm. right? When, and, and also using it as, um, you know, people go out and use it as, as a, as a social thing, which is fine, but you just got to be able to use it the right way. And what we're finding a lot recently, I think more and more is that, you know, especially on the weekends, people just can't control themselves. And so we have a lot of those spikes and on the weekends of right. car accidents, you know, people going to the hospitals, things like that. Um, one fun fact recently, uh, now that we're seeing all the legalization come into effect, um, is that medical marijuana, about 50% of the users they're finding, uh, it was a recent study, I think it was a study in Canada, um, about 50% of the users are starting to sign up for medical marijuana to help with reducing their alcohol cravings and drinking in general. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, what they're finding is that cannabis acts as a neuroprotective mm-hmm. uh, that can damage the already damaged brain cells, apparently, so it can it can help repair some of that process, um, and it also alleviates the cravings um, in regards to what you feel when when you start drinking. So when you start drinking, what happens is your dopamine receptors go through the roof, and in your endocannabinoid system, your CB1 receptors start being inactivated. So what happens is when, you know, people start drinking, I'm just going to have one drink and then you have two and then you have three and your dopamine levels are just absolutely through the roof. And now, you know, it's four in the morning and you've had your 10 drinks, <laughs> right? And that's what happens. Um, what what cannabis tends to do is it activates the CB1 receptors again, which can control the dopamine pathway to keep the dopamine in your system from spiking too high, which will keep you from that feeling too good. Right. Whoa. Right. So, so we don't want to feel. It, it just moderates your 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 personality and it moderates your actions. So, you know, when you start drinking, you you just you know you you can just happily feel so good. CBD <laughs> regulates your drinking. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. You just you just feel good. You you don't you don't have to go climb you know the Statue of Liberty or anything like that or do anything crazy. Right. <laughs> it's a you you just uh it, it, what it controls the dopamine pathway. And that's what it does. And, so dope. Yeah. And I think when, you know, whenever people, you know, go off the rails when they're feeling awesome and they make bad decisions, it's because that dopamine pathway spikes too high. Yeah. And they're, they're not in control of it. So what CBD does is it actually activates those receptors again, or the, the cannabis can do that can, in conjunction with some terpenes too, um, to really control the dopamine pathway and to keep you from moderating um, the amount of intake of alcohol. Mm. So... I've, I mean, my personal experience, I mean, that is, that's exactly what I've experienced. Um, that, that for me was, was, uh, was pretty big. I actually, I mean, I I would be a heavy drinker in the past, especially through college. Um, but one thing I noticed was that once I started, uh, supplementing more with the medical cannabis, um, I just started being more satisfied after one or two drinks, right. which is just something that never happened before. Um, and because of that, I started drinking less. And so now, like if I have one or two drinks, that's all I need because otherwise, you know, I'm falling over <laughs> if I have any more than that. Um, 
but yeah, it's it's a nice feeling to be able to just kind of be in control of that process. And and so all again, what we're finding again with this stuff is that it just moderates that whole process. And so what we found with alcohol is that it can help with the pain, it can help with the addiction, it can help with keeping your mind off of wanting to go back for a second drink because it controls the dopamine brain pathways. Mm-hmm. Right. So that that's a big one. Um I think for a lot of people out there. Uh, I, I think another one um, that is is huge. I mean, to think it is huge is smoking, right? Just smoking nicotine, yep. you know, cig- cigars, um, just anything, you know, with tobacco. Um, you know, it's funny because sometimes we we look at cannabis or smoking as a gateway drug to one or the other, mm-hmm. right? Um, but and I think I think smoking I think smoking cannabis can be a problem uh, if we're looking at um, the the issue of a, what they call attentional bias. Uh, attentional bias when we're talking about addiction is that trigger, right? It's it's so if I'm if I'm uh, if I'm watching a movie, a French movie, and if they're like chain smoking, right? And if I'm trying to quit smoking, I'm going to want to go grab a pack of cigarettes and smoke, right? right? So one of the things that that they saw with with CBD and and smoking is that CBD in conjunction with some of the terpenes uh, that we've talked about actually reduced the attentional bias and reduced um, the trigger, the, the reaction to the trigger that you would typically feel when um, when you would see someone else smoking. Right. So what they saw is they actually did a study and they, they gave some people 800 milligrams of CBD. They also gave um, other people placebos. And they found that those with the placebos, when they saw different triggers, they still wanted to pick up a cigarette and smoke. They found that a majority of those that took the 800 milligrams of CBD, when they would see certain triggers, they did not want to pick up a pack of cigarettes and smoke. No way. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's now with that being said, if you pick up a joint, right, and you smoke a joint, like that probably is a trigger. Right, so we're going to want to think about how we use again how we use this to make sure that um, you're not doing anything to to create a trigger and that you're only doing something to help you do what you're trying to get to. Right? Yeah. So I think that's important too. Um, and then obviously, I, I think the big one is just the you know when we talk about this stuff, just the opioid addiction that's out there. Oh my gosh, it's so bad right? in certain places, and and it's really swept over the country. It's opioids and. Yeah, I mean, I, I, not, yeah, not even certain places, the whole country. Yeah, right. It's bad. Yeah, and so, um, I mean, I, I think the big thing, the big thing again, just a few things that we mentioned. Um, the reason why what New York just did this actually, New York just made it so if you have any, if you're given any opioid, yeah, um, they now are allowing you to automatically have access to a medical marijuana card because they're seeing that medical marijuana helps. Uh, with the same things that an opioid can help with. Right. Right? We need that, dude. Because I feel like you look like, so. Without the addiction. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, so when I'm on 34th Street, when I'm going down that street, you know, I see all these people that are like, you know, they're they're dope head. Like, well, I shouldn't say that, but they're, they're on all kinds <laughs> of, you know, they're addicted to drugs and they're just like yeah. strung out and, you know, opioids and, and, and heroin. And, yeah. It's just they're just like sitting. They they have like uh, they're homeless people. They're homeless yeah. people. They're asking for money. And they're just like you. Just they have their whatever makeshift mattress or whatever, and they're they're all over. Especially like uh, like uh, in, in in Manhattan, anyways. Like thirty fifth, thirty sixth. Like uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean it's I mean it's it, yeah. I mean it's it's in all the cities. I mean it's yeah, it's everywhere. It's cool. Um, you know I I it's it's uh. 
it really is a problem, and and I and I think that the the big thing that people don't recognize, and and the reason they don't recognize it again is just because of the stigma that's always been on it. Um, but it, it's it's how this stuff can can, um, chemically help mm-hmm. balance you out, but then also the versatility of using it. You know, again, we only think of this stuff as being able to smoke it, which can be an intentional bias trigger for somebody that's trying to quit smoking. However, that person can use a tincture or they can take a tablet and that's a more, much more medically way to, medical way to, to use this stuff. Mm. Um, but then, you know, that's just, you know, changing your actions by physically changing, you know, what you're, you know, using or medicating with. But then the actual science behind this stuff just makes a lot of sense. I mean, so far, I mean, we got to do a ton of research still. Oh, yeah. But, you know, all addictions are driven by um, the surge in dopamine. Right, seeing something that you want, or, or wanting to get on social. How many kids nowadays are wanting these cell phones in their hands, and they can't, <laughs> and they, they they can't they can't function until they get their phone, and they're yeah. twelve years old. I mean, I didn't have a cell phone until I was like twenty four. Yeah, no, maybe twenty two or twenty three. <sighs> but like, you know, like the, that surge of dopamine that they feel is what drives people to keep these these actions, you know, yeah. just repeatedly, just going down the wrong path. Yeah, keep scrolling. Yeah. So, so, you know, that's the thing, I, you know, by keeping control of, again, everything that the endocannabinoid system is designed to do is to balance the hormonal and, and bodily systems, right? The human bodily systems. Mm-hmm. So that includes your dopamine levels. So if you do have a natural um, addiction, even if it's not natural, if it's, you know, if you start drinking whatever it is that we've talked about already, um, you know, th- that's just an imbalance of the dopamine levels. And we want to naturally cure that as easily and quickly as we possibly can. So, Cannabis will help and 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 aid in in that process, just like everything else. Cannabis is not going to be the sole and and again, just to um, you know, we are not practitioners in this stuff, but this is just what we're seeing in the research, and it's not the sole um, uh, solution for all these things, but it is just a huge aid in assisting with all of it, right? And and kind of bringing this in line mm-hmm. with making it easier. So. Um, Definitely uh, want to think about CBD and some of these terpenes um, with with kind of balancing us out when when looking at the dopamine imbalances in your body. Um, but when we're looking at any type of addiction, whether it's alcohol, whether it's smoking, whether it's opioids, um, whether it's social media or, um, you know, food, <laughs> right? I've had that too. I was, like I've said before, 220 pounds and I would see a pizza and I just could not control myself. <laughs> the thing was gone yeah. in like not even 30 minutes, but like 10. Pizza's <laughs> great, man. I mean, yeah, but I can't do that anymore. Yeah, you know, I, I get to that good. point where my body shuts it down and thank thank God. That's too much you know? pizza. Yeah. It's too much of a good God, thing. Way too much. Yeah, there you go. It's the same, same thing. So, um, yeah, so, so... Today, you know, I, th- I think in a nutshell, um, I think that's a-, a good intro. And I think what we'll probably do later on is is get into some interviews and stuff yeah. um, on this because this All this coming. is really important. Uh, because I think it's a I think it's a big misconception to think that this can't help at all. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas I think we're seeing thousands of people that are aided by this, right? Much more so than any of these um, pharmaceutical drugs. So we'll definitely get into this. We'll we'll bring some more people on um, once we get into some further episodes. Once I cover some of the basics uh, to talk about this a little further. But today I think that's good. Um, just to just to kind of go over. Yes, you know, cannabis can help with addictive um, uh, different addictive substances uh, actions. Uh, whatever it is we're looking at in that yeah. in that realm, and um, we're going to be going over a few things uh, in the future. I think I think later on we're going to go over the endocannabinoid system, but um, for today I definitely want to go over that because that is a hot topic, and uh, I think we got to talk about it. So I'm glad we did. Yes, and um, 
for next week. We're going to plan for the endocannabinoid system. And, and that's, I think, all I have for today on addictive uh, substances and, and cannabis. Jack, do you have anything you want to add? Yeah. So uh, with this stuff, guys, I just wanted to say that, you know, the world we live in, it's crazy. Um, but, you know, and, and there's so many different things that we can get hooked on and addicted to. But I feel like, you know, the the world is changing to the point where we're trying these different um, balances of CBD and THC. And these strands are doing really good things like they're they're helping moderate our system. And it's just, it, you know, the the way that everything is going, we're, I feel like we're really heading in a good direction to help fight, uh, you know, find solutions to opioids besides regular like pharmaceutical drugs Um it's good to have something like this. It's more natural. It's not like, you know, like a pill, I guess. And it's just, it just, it can be a pill. Oh yeah. It can. It's <laughs> natural, yeah. But you know what I mean? It's more of a yeah. natural, natural route to healing people mm-hmm. and uh, helping problems like this. So anything that, you know, anything, anything's worth a try with a lot of these situations. Real thoughts, real clothing, <laughs> real closing thoughts by yeah. Jack Stone, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. But, um, Thanks, Jack. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, All right. Well, thank you, everyone, again, for joining us on another uh, informative and fun episode of the Cannabis Connoisseur Podcast. And we are going to be looking forward to seeing you uh, next time when we're going to be going over some more cool stuff and uh, figuring out how we can more intentionally use the cannabis plant to make my life better, to make your life better. Jack, your life, too. Oh, yeah. And anyone else's that can use a little boost throughout your day in life. Thank you again. See you next week. Bye, everybody. Good show. Yeah. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hey there, my name is Leah Babrudi, and I'm the founder and host of Canachicks Podcast, where I discuss cannabis, psychedelics, and other natural medicines. I not only interview people who use them as treatment for different conditions, but also the entrepreneurs who share their knowledge on how they built their businesses. If this sounds interesting to you, give my show a listen. I'm sure you'll learn something that'll surprise you.